0: Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hi, photographers. So today we're talking about making decisions. So many of us are so scared to make decisions in our business, and it holds us back majorly. So today we're gonna just talk about self-trust and how to make decisions quicker and why you need to learn this skill. So when you want to make your first $1,000, $10,000, $50,000 in your business, wherever you're at, you need to learn to make decisions very quickly. You have to make decisions so that you can test things out, and then that way you can get the hands-on experience to learn them. And as long as you put off making decisions in your business, you will put off making money. So think about it. Clients cannot spend money with you if they don't know your pricing. If you're like, I'm still deciding on my pricing, people won't be able to pay you. Um, People can't find you if you're taking a break from marketing because you don't know who you want to photograph. I think we've all done this before. You can't market if you're stuck on where to even start. So if you're like, I don't even know if I should be on Facebook or if I should go to a networking event and I'm trying to find the right networking event, I'm trying to find the right Instagram name. If you're an indecision on all of these things, you can't even go market because you don't even know where to market, right? So not making decisions comes from a lack of self-trust. So this is one of the top things that I coach my clients on, and I just want to dive into it a little bit. So it starts at a very young age. A lot of us are used to looking outside of ourselves for answers. We're raised in a school system where we're, we could be wrong or we could be right, but the answer is always with the teacher. The answer is always in a book. And... We're not taught to rely on our own brains and our own, you know, intuition and all those things. So naturally, when we start a business, we have so many decisions to make ourselves right away. And so many of us feel paralyzed by this because it's the first time we've had to learn how to make all these decisions by ourselves, And we kind of freak out. So it's like, do we start an LLC or a sole proprietorship? How much do we charge and how do we structure it? And who do we want to work with? And immediately your brain will go into, I've never done this before. I don't know the answers. And of course, you've never done it before. And when we don't know the answers, we start to look outside of ourselves for answers. And we start to really overcomplicate how we do things. So one example would be we overdo all of the things that we have to do for our business. For example, we learn web design because we need to make a website. And then we learn magazine design because we're trying to make a magazine. And then we learn logo design because we need a logo. And then we attempt to learn SEO and we're just like trying to learn all of these different skills that you actually don't have to know to start a business. And we attempt to become experts at everything and do it all our own way. I was so guilty of this, especially just being creative people as photographers. We like to be like, put our own flair on everything. And so I was trying to have like the coolest logo and I was trying to have such a unique website. And I remember it took me forever to do all those things. So that could take you months, weeks, months, years to just get yourself set up. If you're trying to make everything your own unique, creative thing that you learned all by yourself. (laughs) I spent the first two weeks of my business literally just making a logo. I drew logos. I played in Photoshop. I watched a million tutorials for how to make a logo. And guess what happened? After a short while of being in business, I changed my logo anyways. Number two, we think about it. So this is such a prevalent thing in our culture is just to think about decisions, which basically means that we just don't make a decision. We just sit around and we have the weight of an indecision on us, which slows us down when we have all these things that we're deciding on when we're like, I don't know what, what color should my brand be? And we're just like, you know, we're looking at products and we're like, oh, I don't know, should I order the Lester prints or should I order the matte prints or should I order from this lab or should I order from this lab? That can be so overwhelming and it can literally just bog you down and bog your energy down from all of the things that are just in your head floating around that you haven't decided on yet. And the funniest thing about not deciding or like waiting to think about it is that you literally still have to come to a place where you make a decision. <laughs> There's... You can't slowly make a decision. A decision is made in an instant. And so you will come to a time where maybe you've like spent a year trying to decide on something. And at the end of the year, you'll be like, okay, well, now I just need to get this done. And so I just have to pick one. When you could have done that the, a year ago. <laughs> so another thing that we do is we read Facebook groups. We gather data on what other people do. So I did this all the time too. When I started my business, I was like, what are people buying? What are people selling? What do clients like? What kind of scripts do clients want to hear when they call you on the phone? And we just, once again, it's just going outside of our own intuition and our own intelligence that we already do have. And we're looking for other people to tell us like what works for them basically. And so we just, We'll ask a question. We'll be like, do clients typically like to buy this size of wall art or this size? And then we'll get all of these answers and people will leave a million comments. And we'll be like, okay, well, most people said 24 by 36. So I'm going to go with 24 by 36. We even ask other people that know nothing about our business. <laughs> we, when we first started business, we are so lacking in our own knowledge that we literally will like ask our partner, our husband, our mom will ask our friends. And these people may have never been a photographer before. They may have never bought photography before. They might know nothing about business even. And we're just asking them their opinions because we want the validation so much that we're going in the right direction. We asked them if they would pay this much for a picture. I think we all have done that and then been very disappointed when our family tells us, no, they would never pay a thousand dollars for a portrait. So I compare all of this to choosing a major. Think about how when people go to college, I didn't go to college, but maybe you did. They change their major once they actually get to college. So when you're still in like the research phase, and you're trying to choose the perfect major in quotations, you're trying to choose the perfect prices and products, and you're trying to identify who your ideal client is, even though you haven't even worked with any clients yet, you're in the research phase, you're in the major, choosing a major phase. And so until you actually go to college and take the classes and get to feel in person if you like them or not, You're really just going to be spending all this time choosing the major and putting off your growth or putting off when you're finding out if those decisions are even what you want. So it's like spending three years not going to college because you can't choose a major. You just need to get yourself to college as fast as possible. And that will take care of your end result that you want. And that's where the hands-on experience comes that will teach you the answers. So for example, I spent 20 years selling a maximum of 20 pictures. So like when my clients would come to me, I was very slow in Photoshop. So I would only edit like 20, 25 pictures. And so that would be the max that somebody could buy for me. And after a few years of doing that, I realized that my clients wanted to buy more for me. And so I figured out how to offer more, but that was like after years of experience and gathering data on what people really, really wanted and what my specific clients really wanted. And that's how I learned to sell more. So let's go back to self-trust. The reason we're so afraid to make decisions is only because of how we treat ourselves when we mess up. So think about it like that's the absolute worst part. That's the worst thing that can happen if you fail and if you make a wrong decision. So when you're avoiding making decisions, you're just avoiding a feeling that you'll get if you make the wrong decision, because if you were worried about making the right decision, you that wouldn't even be a problem, right? You would just like go make the decision. (laughs) But you're worried about making the wrong one and then beating yourself up. And feeling terrible and giving up on that could mean like giving up on your dreams and your goals of being a photographer, of having a business. If you talk to yourself really badly when you <laughs> mess up and you're just like, I knew it, you couldn't do this, you're not smart enough, you've never been good at business, you've never been good with money, all of those things. That's what we're trying to avoid when we're trying to not make decisions and when we're trying to ask people like our mom. No offense to my mom. She listens to my podcast, but like trying to just ask people that aren't in your business and that are not you for all of your answers. So when we beat ourselves up about not hitting a goal or if we like mess up in communication with our clients, that's completely optional and we don't have to do that. And that's what I'm saying when I work with my clients on self-trust. That's like a lot of the work that we do is just learning that you don't actually have to have all this drama and you don't have to treat yourself like complete shit when you mess up and that's an optional thing that you can train your brain to not do anymore and i'm always asking my clients if this was your kid would you be so hard on them like when your kid does something wrong you expect your kids to make mistakes you expect them to mess up at all the different stages of their lives And your job is really just to love them and to support them and to tell them that they can figure it out. But then when it comes to ourselves, we're so scared of that. We're scared if like we, if we love ourselves and we're compassionate with ourselves that we like won't figure it out. And it ends up just being a self-fulfilling prophecy where we're just always hard on ourselves and we're like, nope, you're not doing it right. And then it ends up just being like, we keep messing up and we keep not doing it right anyways. So this leads us to how we think about our past mistakes as well. So when we haven't done the mindset work to change how we think about the past, it has power over us. I've talked to a lot of people who their past and their story of their past is 100% coming into their business because they keep themselves small and not powerful because they're scared of the decisions that they might make because they think that they messed up in the past. So we start to believe that we make bad decisions, we start to believe that we're not smart with money, we're not smart with business, that we just choose bad partners, or we put ourselves in bad situations, or we make bad investments, we start to believe all these things about ourselves, and it's just not true, these are just stories. And this was some of the best work that I did when I hired my first business coach. And this is like some of the best work that I do with my clients. It's just to be like, go back into that story that you have, go back into that place in your life where you think that you really messed up and have a little bit more compassion for yourself and think about like, why did I do this? And what was I thinking at the time? And what place was I in at the time? And maybe you were just, young and needing different things than you need right now. Maybe you were looking for validation or maybe you just wanted to look for love and that's why you chose the wrong friends or the wrong partner. Or just any of these things that you have a story about in your past that you think you messed up on and that you shun from your life, you need to go back and heal your relationship with all of those mistakes. It's not true. You can become a very powerful decision maker and you need to become a very powerful decision maker to move forward in your business so and i want to say too it's very difficult to permanently mess up your business because you chose the wrong type of print to offer (laughs) think about it those we're not talking about people messing up their business because they did something completely illegal and terrible right most of the things that people spend their time taking forever on and being indecision, being an indecision on are just things that literally could never mess up your business if you made the wrong decision. So what if you just looked at it differently from now on? What if you made decisions and you embraced that they might change in the future? Like we talked about with your kids? What if you just expected yourself? to have lots of failures and you became okay with that? What if you were willing to be completely wrong? And what if you were committed to having your own back, no matter what happens? Such a big one. So you can do this work with a coach. I don't teach my clients what to do. I teach them how to make decisions and I teach them how to have their own back. And I teach them to recover from the failures faster and faster, and that turns them into a person that makes thousands of dollars in their business, not by following a set thing that somebody outside of them tells them to do. And if you're wondering why you're not hitting your sales goals and why you're not making as much progress in your business as you want, it's probably because of this. So make faster decisions, learn to make them in every area of your life, and just Focus on getting your offer out there to as many people as possible and failing as much as possible, and you will see your business grow so much faster. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed the show today, you have to come check us out over at our free Facebook community. You can find it by searching on Facebook for the group called Money Freedom for Photographers or linked in the show notes. I would love to see you in there.